and welcome to Spanish Answers, a podcast that gives you unas yavitas claves as you unlock your Spanish language adventure. I'm your host, Sarah, with Language Answers, and today in episode 57, we'll be finishing up our two-part series on what's up with love. We'll also be finishing up our cultural tips regarding Argentina and talking about three of its unique traditions and customs. So let's go ahead and get started. Whoa is one of those really versatile words in Spanish, and it can be pretty tricky for English speakers to wrap their minds around. In our last episode, in episode 56, we talked about three of the ways that lo is generally used. We talked about a direct object pronoun, a neuter definite article, and a neuter relative pronoun. So today we'll finish up with the last three, which is lo combined with the preposition de, after the verb ser and estar, and in various Spanish phrases. So let's go ahead and dive into what it all means. So number four is lo de. Now the use of lo de is an interesting way to refer to something that both you and the other speaker or speakers already know about. It's kind of similar to how in English we say about that thing you were talking about or do you remember what I was telling you that story about the celebrity or even regarding the matter about the president's scandal. So while there are many ways to translate this phrase in English, it's a pretty straight and simple form in Spanish. So here are some example sentences to demonstrate what I'm talking about. Ellos deben resolver lo de María. They need to resolve that thing about María. Ellos deben resolver lo de María. They need to resolve that thing about María. Les dije sobre lo de mi hermano. I told them about the thing with my brother. Les dije sobre lo de mi hermano. I told them about the thing with my brother. Lo de ayer fue muy importante. Yesterday's matter was very important. Lo de ayer fue muy importante. Yesterday's matter was very important. Number five. Lo after ser or estar. Now, do you remember in episode 56 how we talked about lo as a direct object, which was number one, and how sometimes it can be used as a neuter direct object pronoun when it is referring to something abstract, something vague and general, or something that was previously stated? Well, you could call this use of lo one point B instead of number five, but basically you use lo in this way when answering questions that use the verb ser or estar. So when you do, it doesn't need to reflect any specific gender or plurality, like la or los. So for example, ¿Está triste el hombre? Sí, lo está. So is that man sad? Yes, he is. ¿Está triste el hombre? Sí, lo está. ¿Es muy anciano tu coche? No, no lo es. Is your car very old? No, it's not. ¿Es muy anciano tu coche? No. No lo es. Is your car very old? No, it's not. Tus hermanas, ellas están en la oficina? No, no lo están. Your sisters, are they in the office? No, they aren't. So notice with this example that even though we're talking about multiple females, 
we still use lo before estar. Tus hermanas, ellas están en la oficina? No, no lo están. Your sisters, are they in the office? No, they aren't. And with this type of sentence structure, you could actually just drop the low if you wanted to. It's really up to you. And finally, number six, fun phrases. So here are some common handy phrases that use low. Really, this is what you've been waiting for, right? So I've divided these up into three groups. The first is using a. So there's a lo largo de, which means throughout. So here's an example sentence. A lo largo de los últimos cinco años, él ha aprendido ruso. Throughout the last five years, he has learned Russian. A lo largo de los últimos cinco años, él ha aprendido ruso. Throughout the last five years, he has learned Russian. A lo mejor, which means possibly or maybe. A lo mejor no necesitamos un coche nuevo. Maybe we don't need a new car. A lo mejor no necesitamos un coche nuevo. Maybe we don't need a new car. There's also a lo sumo, which means at most or at best. So an example sentence of this would be Completar nuestro proyecto nos llevará cinco días a lo sumo. Completing our project will take five days at best. Completar nuestro proyecto nos llevará cinco días a lo sumo. Completing our project will take five days at best. And finally, a lo tonto. So this means without realizing it or accidentally doing something. It can also mean something was done poorly. Interestingly, as a side note, tonto means fool, gullible, or idiot. A lo tonto me comí todo el pastel. I inadvertently ate the whole cake. A lo tonto me comí todo el pastel. I inadvertently ate the whole cake. Next, we have some phrases that use por. So, starting with por lo tanto, which is as a result, therefore, or so. Now, while they sound very similar, don't mix up por lo tanto with an T-A with a lo tonto with a T-O. An example sentence of por lo tanto would be los tiempos son difíciles, por lo tanto, Hay que reducir los gastos. Times are tough. Therefore, we must cut expenses. Los tiempos son difíciles. Por lo tanto, hay que reducir los gastos. Times are tough. Therefore, we must cut expenses. Por lo menos, at least. Por lo menos, nos dejaron algo de dinero para el gas. At least they left us some cash for the gas. Por lo menos nos dejaron algo de dinero para el gas. At least they left us some cash for the gas. Then there's por lo general, which means generally. And an example of this would be por lo general se llevan bien. They generally get along. Por lo general se llevan bien. They generally get along. Por lo pronto which means for now. Por lo pronto, 
puede volver a su salón de clases. For now, you, the formal you that is, can go back to your classroom. Por lo pronto, puede volver a su salón de clases. For now, you can go back to your classroom. Por lo bajo, which can mean under your breath or to secretly do something, such as, él criticó por lo bajo a todos sus amigos. He secretly criticized all his friends. El criticó por lo bajo a todos sus amigos. He secretly criticized all his friends. Or, ella lo maldeció por lo bajo. She cursed him under her breath. Ella lo maldeció por lo bajo. She cursed him under her breath. Then there's por lo demás, which means otherwise or besides that. An example of this would be el techo tiene una gotera. Por lo demás, todo se ve bien. The roof has a leak, otherwise everything looks good. El techo tiene una gotera, por lo demás, todo se ve bien. The roof has a leak, otherwise everything looks good. And finally, por lo común, which is another way of saying generally. Por lo común, ellos comen helado los domingos. Generally, they eat ice cream on Sundays. Por lo común, ellos comen helado los domingos. Generally, they eat ice cream on Sundays. And lastly, here are some fun sayings and phrases which I got off of wordreference.com. There's al que madruga Dios lo ayuda. Do you like how that rhymes? Kind of flows off the tongue. Al que madruga Dios lo ayuda. So in Spanish, they have a verb that is dedicated to the idea of getting up early. Whereas in English, right, to get up early, you have to use like four different words. But in Spanish, you say madrugar, to get up early. So this saying, al que madruga Dios lo ayuda, is basically the equivalent of our the early bird gets the worm. If you want to know the more literal translation, it's God helps him who rises early. Then there's Dios lo tenga en la gloria. And this translates more as may God have them in glory, which we would say in English as God rest their soul. Dios lo tenga en la gloria. El tiempo lo cura todo. So time heals everything. El tiempo lo cura todo. Time heals everything. Then they have a euphemism for thief, which is amigo de lo ajeno. Now ajeno means that something belongs to another person. So you could translate this phrase more literally as friend of other people's property, but it's just a more polite way to call someone, like I said, a thief. Kind of how we might say someone is light-fingered rather than saying they are just robbers or thieves. Now an example sentence of, the, of this would be, No puedo encontrar mi bolso. Él no es un amigo de lo ajeno. I can't find my purse. He's not light-fingered, is he? No puedo encontrar mi bolso. Él no es un amigo de lo ajeno. I can't find my purse. He's not light-fingered, is he? Then there's de lo que no hay, which can kind of literally be translated loosely as of which there isn't, but it's basically the English equivalent of one in a million. So an example of this would be, Ella es una mujer de lo que no hay. She is one in a million. Ella es una mujer de lo que no hay. She is one in a million. Then there's en lo que pueda, 
or as much as I can, en lo que pueda, as much as I can. So you could say, en lo que pueda, voy a enseñarle a bailar. As much as I can, I am going to teach him to dance. En lo que pueda, voy a enseñarle a bailar. As much as I can, I am going to teach him to dance. And finally, en lo que a mí respecta, which is basically as far as I'm concerned. En lo que a mí respecta. An example of this would be, en lo que a mí respecta, él puede vivir en Tombuctú. As far as I'm concerned, he can live in Timbuktu. En lo que a mí respecta, él puede vivir en Tombuctú. As far as I'm concerned, he can live in Timbuktu. And that concludes our two-part series on low. I really hope this helps. Now, let's go ahead and finish our cultural tips regarding the country of Argentina. So here are three fun traditions that belong to Argentina. Number one, the International Tango Festival and World Cup, or the Festival y Mundial de Tango. So for two weeks in August, Buenos Aires hosts this free tango-centric festival. There are free concerts, tons of vendors selling everything related to tango, there are classes, presentations, kid events, etc. It looks like a lot of fun. And of course, you can't forget the Tango World Cup, where couples from around the world compete to be the best in either the traditional tango salon, which means they have to be able to improvise as the music is not pre-selected, or the escenario, which is a choreographed category. So you can check out the show notes for links to videos and the official descriptions if you'd like to learn more about this intriguing festival or any of the other traditions that we'll talk about. And if you'd like to learn the basics of Argentine tango, check out the video by Viva la Danza. If you like it, they have many more videos to help you learn this unique style of dancing. Number two, the International Book Fair, or the Feria del Libro. Also in Buenos Aires is a three-week book fair from April to May. There are books and book vendors all over the place. This is a book lover's dream come true, guys. There are also important guest authors, talks, discussions, and debates. Before the book fair opens to the public, there's also a four-day event called Professional Sessions, where everyone related to the publishing industry gathers for training and to do business. Number three, drinking mate together. Now, this energizing green tea is made from holly plant leaves known as yerba mate, and it's sweetened with sugar. It has a similar effect as caffeine. The drink is normally shared with groups sipping the brew from a hollowed-out gourd called a calabash with a straw called a bombilla. Now, the cool thing about this straw is that it has a built-in filter. So, I have included a video on how to make it because it's quite a unique and interesting drink. And that concludes our cultural tips for Argentina. So, next week, we will start on Peru. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources I used for this episode. If you would prefer to read an approximate transcription of today's episode, you can also visit the episode's blog. 
I would love to help you on your Spanish journey. So if you have any questions about Spanish culture or grammar, or if you need a Spanish to English translator or language consultant, you can reach me at contact at languageanswers.com or visit my website for more information at www.languageanswers.com. Remember, learning a language is a lifelong journey. Aprovechalo, disfrútalo y compártelo. See you in two weeks. Hasta luego.